Hey folks, welcome back. Welcome back to the We Wrote It Better podcast. This is the podcast in which we take average shitty Hollywood scripts and we rewrite them to be so much better than they ever could have ever been written by a professional. And I'm getting better at it, I feel like. This is Joel. I don't know if you know him. This is Joel Shyamalan. Hi, I'm Joel Shyamalan. He's great. <laughs> like honestly, like he's getting so much better every week we do this. I myself, I'm Ridley the Wolf. And uh, we are your co-hosts today. So uh, the the movie we're doing this week, it's uh, it's Love in the Villa. Uh, it's a Netflix original, I believe. And I think I can tell because every time you actually watch a Netflix movie, you can tell you're watching a Netflix movie. So I think we're only doing Netflix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, th- that's true. Wait, well, I guess, you know what? I kind of found out that Blacklight technically did have a theatrical release. And then Netflix nobody showed up. It. No, nobody showed up. So it's technically a Netflix movie. But yeah, so we are doing Love in the Villa this week. And uh, so first things first, we're going to go through a bit of notes. We're going to get some uh, some general housekeeping out of the way, uh, give you our thoughts on the movie. And uh, then we're going to move into our treatments. And you guys are going to see uh, what we produced this week mm-hmm. for uh, for Love in the Villa. All right, Joel, what you got for me? Uh, so I think we should just first kind of run through... Well, I like I. What do you want to run through? Do you want to run through like the story? Should we talk about like the cast? Let's. You know what? Okay. Which first one, things w- first. What do you want to go through first? Let's 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 get the story out of the way, and sure. then we'll uh, let's talk about the cast a little bit. Yeah, I like reading the synopsis. Mm-hmm. A lot of <laughs> so, uh, love in the villa. A young woman takes a trip to a romantic Verona, Italy, after a breakup only to find that the villa she reserved was double booked. Wow. And she'll have to share her vacation <gasps> with a cynical British man. That's the synopsis. <laughs> because, a cynical British man. Yeah. And the synopsis is pretty much the entire, like, that is your film. Yeah. As short as that is, that's pretty much how it felt. And you know what? <clears throat> Here's some thoughts. First things first, speaking of the British, I would like to dedicate this episode to <laughs> to Queen Elizabeth II. Mummy. Uh, honestly, mummy, <laughs> mumsy, right? Uh, here on this podcast, we are huge fans of the queen. Think she's fucking rad. Think she was rad. Uh, not a huge fan of Charles. Think he's a bit of a pussy boy. But the queen, <laughs> she was fucking like awesome, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah so yeah, she's uh, good. This one goes she's out good. to uh, this one goes out to to Queenie Lilibet. Uh, God bless. Fly high. Sore. <laughs> Sore. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, who's who's in this cast, Joel? So we have two people that really are the main characters. Another so COVID have, shoot, really. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I don't know that. I don't know if it could be. I, technically, it is because it was made during the pandemic. But yeah. It, but there's Italy a lot of was background. so locked down yeah. during COVID. That's true. That I don't I can't imagine them having the right to film. Oh, that's true. Like, I no, don't think the true. government yeah, yeah. would allow it. There was like a huge it, military presence. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't think like, obviously, it, ha- it they probably made this film very quickly. Mm-hmm. Probably sitting on a script. And then as soon <laughs> as like regulations kind of opened up last year, mm-hmm. they jumped in and then they probably made it like. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Yeah, quickly. for sure. It, it's kind of pretty. I'll, I'll give you that. Like, I think our thoughts we share similar thoughts this time. Uh, if you've watched our last episode, we did Purple Hearts, which was a fucking abomination, a pure Travesty. catastrophe. Awful. 
awful. Very, very, very bad script. The worst scripts. The worst scripts. Okay? We have the best scripts. Right? Okay? So this one, Love in the Villa, I actually think was much better. It wasn't that bad. It really wasn't this that bad. This is an average script. Average script. I It's basic because it's just a rom-com. Yeah. So for you to... You got to hit your tropes mm-hmm. and um, and then they got to be together at the end. Yeah. That's pretty much all you have to take care of. Yeah. yeah. O- other than that, then you can fill it with any other type of bullshit and it will work out fine. And they did. And that's sure. what and that's what this felt like. There what? was a solid like probably 20 minutes worth of stock footage of just like people making fucking pizzas in Italy. Yeah. <laughs> and kind of like wandering around like the countryside. Very easy shots easy, to capture yeah. and, you know, fills up time wine and shit lots of like lots of action shots of the poor mm-hmm. yeah of yeah. course you gotta show the peasants but yeah. it's Europe. <laughs> but honestly this this movie actually like it does well it meets the definition of a, of a rom-com mm-hmm. you know like it 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 intends to be romantic and i did laugh a few times there's a few times it got me i did laugh i think the only really the only moment i laughed when i watched it was i think it was like the fight they had oh with the fucking pasta with the fake horse meat oh the <laughs> and uh she picks up a a, a wedge of pecorino and yeah. he said not the pecorino and then it <laughs> flies out the window and smacks someone in the face that's the only moment i really laughed not the pecorino <laughs> yeah no yeah honestly i i had a like uberto really pissed me off in He's the a, beginning I have a couple of things about him. <laughs> he's just such a loser. I like, you know, like he's it's offensive to hear to just see stereotypical Italians. Yeah. It's offensive. <laughs> Uberto is just a stereotypical Italian of what North Americans see. Like he's he's driving with his knees, he's looking backwards, <laughs> he's talking a lot with his hands and he's like eating a cannoli and he's going to hand it to and he's, his mom makes it. He still lives at home. You know, like it's it, 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 if you gave it to anybody, you said make a stereotypical Italian. If they're not flinging pizzas. Yeah. What are they doing? They're eating cannolis eating and driving cannolis. with their knees and they're screaming and laughing and, you know, like all this weird shit. It's like, yeah, like the, maybe that's like 50 percent accurate. Maybe it's 40 percent. Fuck, Could be 60 percent, but it's not 100. It's not 100 percent. That is the important note to make here. Good one. Good one. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I respect that. That was a good soapbox. I like that one. I did. Now, I will say this. Uh, the leads as well, they do have chemistry. They do. Yeah. They do have chemistry in this one. Honestly, I would say this, like, this is like um, like Silvio and like uh, like that cracked out Cassie made me laugh. They had a couple of lines that made me laugh. There was the, oh, yeah. There's um, the kid that was from Degrassi. He plays Brandon. Oh, shit. He's from here. He, I knew I recognized yeah, him. Yeah, he's from here. Oh, he's shit. From, he's from Toronto. Yeah. I knew I recognized that fucking guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He's blowing up. Knew it. He's blowing up. Good for him, eh? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you got to make a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Overall, not the worst film I've seen. It, it definitely beats Purple Hearts. Overall, like, not the worst this film was, I've seen. This was a one watch for this guy. Mm-hmm. It wasn't terrible. Mm-hmm. It was tolerable. Yeah. I had a really fun time kind of reworking this stuff. And I, like, that's how I kind of like coming from like me, who's, you know, a, a 
pretty big amateur with <laughs> when it comes to this stuff and like i'm kind of growing and learning about like paying attention to more than just one thing and then yeah. you know you get like the whole scale and scope and stuff it was fun for me to watch this because it was like wow this is like a flawless basic rom-com script yeah like you can't really <laughs> complain if you're looking for something like even my girlfriend uh looked at it and she found out what we were watching this week and she yeah. goes like oh i want to watch that too yeah yeah, yeah. Like, she's like this is a nice one to curl up to like yeah not for me yeah yeah, yeah. but for like you and uh, girls yeah you know you and girls <laughs> uh so yeah that was uh, you know like it's a solid script for what it is mm-hmm. i'm not a huge rom-com guy mm-hmm. i do enjoy like the basic rom-coms once in a while yeah yeah for sure because you know why not and um so yeah like when i was going through this i was like okay you know like it was a little harder than usual <laughs> to 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 rewrite this yeah because I was thinking, like, I got to come up with a unique angle. And, yeah. like, there's got to be something interesting that goes on because, like, they're hitting all the tropes now. Yeah. How the fuck am I going to try to, <laughs> you know, add to that? So it was interesting. It was interesting for me as, like, a beginner, you know, getting into it. and Oh, nice. Through it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. That's good. That's really good. I do have negatives. Of course. There should always... I have some negatives as well. I've got negatives. My negatives are... With the pacing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pacing is kind of like all over the place for me. I, this film is like two hours. When I saw it was two hours, I was getting pissed. I was like, I can't believe this rom-com is two fucking hours. So that was a big thing with me as well. The timeline, when I saw the um, runtime, mm-hmm. uh, I was like concerned. Yeah. That, like, how am I going to make it through it? <laughs> but, you know. No, it's, it's just like it, like it's a rom-com like rom-com should be like like a comedy film. I think should be always between like like 90 minutes. Yeah. Like it, 90 minutes. It has to just get your attention and just leave. A simple three act structure yeah. is very, very simple. You know what I mean? You don't have to like reinvent the fucking wheel. You know, like this is just for you and your your sweetie pie. Yeah. Your sweetie pie to cuddle up to. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like fucking cinema. Um, I hate it. It's not art. <laughs> what did you say? It's not art. <laughs> oh, I thought you fucking said it's not art, <laughs> and I was like, "What do you mean? <laughs> it's not art." Uh, um, coming in with a bit of a homophobic take. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hated the gay best friend. He was the token gay guy that every. Nah, he's the token gay guy that's in every rom com story. You know, like, um, <laughs> you know, like he's in it for the for the twenty percent of the film. Yeah, never and shows up again. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. he doesn't show up. Uh, the last scene that you do see him in, he's being poured wine by his man slave, <laughs> and then he just gets off the phone and then fucks off, and you never hear from him again. You never see him again. No, but he's like this. He's just this token gay guy. I he's fucking in, hated him. I thought, like, well, you know, like. Um, I hated that gay man. How 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 <laughs> is that still like an option when you're writing? You know, I was just I was furious because I was like, this is super token. Like he's wearing like he's over here like being like a, a Beyonce, more like fiance. And yeah. I'm like, ah, geez, she has a fiance by the way. I think we totally because Brandon's unremarkable. Yes, Brandon, yeah. the character in in the movie, 
is her fiance. It's a good and name. He's, he's mm. super, he's super, shame. super unremarkable. He's a, you know, like he, he's a fool. Yeah, yeah. Julie, they say it a lot in this film. Mm-hmm. Julie is out of, well, no, Julie, no, wait, are we talking about Cassie or are we talking about, well, like if you see it through, like Julie is, like she's quite beautiful. Oh, she is for sure. And, you know, I was kind of thinking of how me myself would be put in that that situation with a overburdening girlfriend like that who plans and has scheduling. And you know what? Like, I got to say, I'd be okay with it. Yeah. Four years they were together. Four years. So you have to kind of imagine like if he stuck it out for four years, Mm -hmm. he's he's four years in. Yeah. If you were four years in a <laughs> shit job, you're used to it no matter what. And you're still yeah. showing up. So, like, there's something in there that you enjoy doing. Exactly, right? Right? So, <laughs> you know, like, Brandon's a, Brandon's a damn fool. Brandon's a damn fool. You know, like, just <laughs> denying her her dream vacation. Her dream. You know, he's to Verona. A, he's scum. He is trash for He's that. the scum in the film. Like, you know, I bet she was paying for the whole goddamn diggity thing, too. Yeah, I bet she fronted the whole bill for that because he's useless. Well, you can like just look at her. Mm-hmm. She's just um, you know, she's like a true romantic. That's yeah. all she wants. She just wants true romance. True romance. But just to circle back to the gay guy, hated him. Yeah, just gonna let you know. Yeah, I, I hated him too. <laughs> I didn't like him. You know, I just uh, could have absolutely done without him. Thank you so much. Uh, we've got to stop. With like the montages I noticed that every like Netflix film now Is coming out with a fucking Like they do montages To blow the fucking runtime. Like That's it's, been it's, around forever though no? Yeah but like the fucking Like in the Netflix ones It's almost painful Because like the way Like the certain camera they use I think it's like a Ari Red or whatever But it gives it that very sterile look And it oh, just all shit. just looks like stock del- footage well, I better delete my montage idea <laughs> No 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 <laughs> No 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 <laughs> I just hated the fact that it, it bloated the runtime. Yeah, of course. Like, I, I swear yeah. to God, there's like three or four full movies. But they have to represent there. that days have passed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or else you're assuming this is happening in a span of three days. Oh, my God. Even yeah. though this happens in a span of a week. <laughs> you know. Well. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, guys. What, so else, what else do you have for you? Sorry. We got to continue with the negatives. What else do you have? That's all I had. Oh, okay. Like, can I go through mine? Please. Okay. Uh, CGI cats are <laughs> stupid looking and a bad idea. They were CGI? Yeah. I was you a little want, bit high. We should bring it up again <laughs> and I'll show you. It's all CGI. It's terrible. If you look, there's there's the initial scene where she opens the windows accidentally yeah. to get the air in. And the cats jump in when he's like, when Charlie's like screaming, no, 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 no. And the cats jump in. Yeah. So those, if you pay attention to the, the pattern of the cats coming in. Okay. And then the patterns of the cats leaving when they shoo them all out. It is literally like, uh, forward and reverse. Oh. And then when you, and then there's a second time when she calls in the cats, when she puts the olives all over his body mm-hmm. when he's sleeping and the cats jump in, it's the same order. As like when she accidentally opens the window, <laughs> except she's standing in front of the window the second time. 
You know, like, it, it, but it just looks stupid. The cats just look stupid. They look fake. I had they no look idea. like they came out of the Garfield movie. I love that this is your first big point. Big, big problem. I had no idea. I the cats don't were like fake. bad CGI. <laughs> <laughs> it takes me out of the experience. And that's what I was really into it. And then yeah. it kind of fucked up because the ca- fake cats showed up. So that's one point. And then, you know, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the whole story as a one big thing. And I just came to the conclusion that Julie is ruining everyone's lives around her (laughs) with her problems. You know what I mean? She, yeah, she double books the villa. Okay. You know, like that's not, first of all, that's not her fault. And Mm -hmm. that's not Charlie's fault either. It's Silvio's girlfriend's fault. It's Silvio's girlfriend's fault. It's his uh, Gumar that, you know, <laughs> that really, f- you know, fudged it all up. She fudged the papers. So, she fudged the papers. You know, but like she immediately assumes like I have right to this villa. Mm-hmm. So she's just like pushing this shit onto Charlie. And yeah. Charlie's obviously just like, you know, he's just a typical Brit. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> fuck up. Uh, and so. Fuck out here, you lot. <laughs> <laughs> And so, you know, but she's like so demanding with everything that, and then she starts to screw with his life and this man's here on business yeah, and, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's this whole thing. And it's just like, and then the, the thing that really fucks with me <laughs> in this is that they, he invites her to that very exclusive party at the vineyard. Vinitaly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And she goes there and she talks to Carlo and Carlo's like, I have to follow my heart and like <laughs> I, I, I'm going to get screwed by Charlie's business, but I have nowhere to go. I am in debt. I have no yeah. money, whatever. And Julie, like, doesn't she like recite some like Romeo and Juliet shit to him? Yeah, she does. And she's like, you got to follow your heart and your intentions. Actually, you know what? She didn't even quote some Romeo and Juliet shit. She quoted right. the thing Silvio said at the beginning, yes. which was love finds love a way, finds a way. <laughs> which is something he stole from Jurassic Park. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so Carlo breaks the deal with charlie this that he yeah even says at the beginning of the film if he doesn't get this he's 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 assuming he's gonna get sacked yeah he's like i'm gonna get fired if i don't get this contract she blew it for him yeah she did fucking go insane (laughs) there's no way i would even talk to her anymore yeah i would leave i would leave the villa i would give it to her i would leave the villa grab my shit and i would leave like he forgives her really easily. Very easily. He just kind of goes, oh. His life is over. My, oh, my, 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 my bosses are going to be knackered or some shit like that. Yes. <laughs> going to be pissed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he forgives her and they start dancing. And then that's it. And then yeah. they start to dance. And then they almost kiss. Yeah. Anyways, that is my, that's my gripes with the film. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a basic rom-com. Can't really complain about it because yeah. it, it hits what you're looking for. I was a really big fan of the um italian 60s cover music oh yeah that was cool yeah yeah yeah. they the actually had a decent nice. soundtrack in that mm-hmm. in what they were playing because mm-hmm. like uh 60s like italian pop is like very cool yeah <laughs> so like when, when that was playing i was like okay this makes it a little bit more enjoyable for sure <laughs> yeah yeah no no yeah that, that was a that was a it was a halfway decent film i still think we wrote it better though we're oh, gonna, I wrote it better. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get into that in the I'm second year. You did too. And uh we're gonna take a quick little break. Uh you guys enjoy uh the ad and uh we'll be back with our treatments. 
Tonight, at the cafeteria stage in the Mall of America, next to Wahoo's Fish Taco Stand, the band that came from nowhere, The Loyals, opening for Florence and the Machine with songs like Come Back to Me and a cover of Neil Diamond's Sweet Caroline. Tickets on sale now, come one, come all, doors at 8 p.m. Hey, welcome back. Okay, so uh, we're going to head right into our treatments here. Now, Joel went yeah. first last week. I did, yes. Yeah, and I did. so now I'm going to go first. Absolutely. I'm going to go first with my treatment. All right, so the, the theme of my treatment is kind of like, <laughs> honestly, real girl power. Straight girl power. Love it. You know what I mean? I took, you know, after like such a poor representation of women last week with fucking... Uh, What's her face? Yeah. Um, I don't remember her name. Loser from Purple Hearts. Yeah. The Scam Queen. The Scam Queen. <laughs> what was her name? You see, it's not memorable, right? No, none of that movie was. No, I know. Like, no. No, exactly. Uh, it was probably something stupid. Lexi or something. <laughs> no offense to any Lexis out there. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. No, I, I kind of, I was on Julie's side this time. So. All right. So. We open. Charlie Fletcher is a romantic con man. His scam <laughs> is working with his pal Silvio, right? And so what they do is they. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> Are you I'm excited? Ready. I'm so excited. Yay! Yeah, yeah, I'm very ready for this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's a romantic con man, and his scam is working with his pal Silvio to like book the same villa as lonely single women who visit Verona, and he then convinces them to share the villa with him for a week. And in that time, he like woos them enough to get like, you know, money, all this shit, right? All that shit. And he gets them to purchase like plane tickets, hotel stays and like wire him cash or whatever. Cause he right. plans, okay. he's like, oh, I need to, you know, have money. So like I-, I can marry you. Right. I took a lot of this from the fucking Tinder swindler. I fucking saw that documentary. <laughs> like <laughs> shout out to the Tinder swindler. <laughs> and I was like, yes. I was like, this is very, t- this is very, you know, like this time period. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> uh, and the end, he, then he disappears on the last day with their cash and the ring. And so, and then we have Julie, we, intru- we are introduced to Julie and she's recently been broken up, uh, with her, uh, boyfriend, Brandon, and she's a firm believer in true love. I still want all that. I still want her to be totally obsessed with like Romeo and Juliet and want to stay in the Villa Romantica and like all that shit. I all still want that to happen. I think that's great. We can still even have all that crazy shit with fucking Umberto happen. You yeah, know you what I can mean? leave it all. That, it's that's what that's what the whole film kind of served as me too. Exactly, it's just like, it's right? A good base level. To it's actually up. really good base level, yes, right? Yeah, yeah. So we can still have all that shit, and then so when she arrives at the Villa Romantica, she is like you know obviously shocked and furious that Charlie's there. Now Charlie and Silvio convince her to share the villa for the week. And, you know, Charlie's immediately starting to try to woo her. But she's like, she's not having it. She wants to fucking enjoy Verona, right? Like, she just got fucking dumped. Boyfriend of four fucking years, bro. Mm -hmm. This guy. Fool. He met her. She met his sister. His sister loves her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Parents. That's four Christmases. That's four Christmases, man. 
you know? So she's like, I, I, I just got out of a relationship. Like, I'm trying to enjoy Julie. I'm trying to be like Jay right now, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to be Jules right now. <laughs> so she's like, I, she's not having it. She wants to enjoy Verona, and her only focus is getting Charlie out of the villa. And, like, Charlie finds her completely maddening, and he's frustrated that she's not falling for him, right? Like, everything he, you know, kind of, like, does, and she's, like, just kind of brushing him off and trying to find ways to get him the fuck out of the villa. Right. You know, why is this girl immune to his charms? I wanted him to be intrigued by that. Mm -hmm. Right. Until one night. okay, so Julie locks Charlie out of the villa one night and uh, it results in him being briefly jailed, you know. Right. Right. And uh, Julie feels like, you know, slightly bad and for putting him through that. And she like finally kind of starts to like soften up a little bit. Right. And allowing him to cook her dinner. I got rid of the fucking horse meat bit. Like, like she still can eat the horse meat. I'm having her not have a aversive reaction to the fucking horse meat. That was overblown. Way overblown. She made it sound like they were eating like dogs or some shit. Hands you food, you eat it. That's crazy. She was like, in the original movie, she was like fucking. She threw a tantrum. She like started breaking plates and shit. She She was. She She was through the pecorino. Yeah, she threw the fucking pecorino, right? So yeah, no, they have like a nice dinner, you know, and then not long after that, like they spend their days together. They visit that fucking like you know lock wall, whatever. Julie finds herself falling for Charlie, and you know after drinks with like Silvio one night, he's asking like you know. How's it going? <laughs> How is it going, my friend? <laughs> and he's like, you know, it's going pretty well, but like something's different, Silvio. I think I'm like, this girl's different, you know? Right. There's something because she's, you know, rom-com different. <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> and he admits to himself that, he, you know, he, he might like Julie as well. So on the night they're enjoying Julie's, like, uh, Juliet's balcony, mm-hmm. right? And they, mm-hmm. you know, they make a wish on Juliet's breast. When they both yes. cup her breasts, yes, whatever. They make I remember wish, that, you know, and like Charlie's, you know. Oh, I remember. Yep, cupping that thirteen-year-old's breast. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they actually that that was another thing that made me laugh in the actual movie when he made a quip about the fact that like she's like cup her breasts, cup her breasts, it's make a wish, and he's like she was thirteen, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I did laugh. I was like, that's fucking clever. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, so they're cupping her breasts. And they're making wishes and like, you know, Juliet's just like, I just want to find true love. And Charlie's like, I hope she's my true love. All that shit, Mm -hmm. you know, and they almost kiss. But Charlie feeling guilt about everything he's, you know, his intentions towards Julie, you know, he stops himself and they return to the villa waiting for him is fucking Cassie. Oh. Yes. <laughs> One of Charlie's recent scammies. Oh, okay. Whoa, okay. <laughs> and it's, she's fucking furious, this right? This is spicy now. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. And she spills the beans that Charlie's like, yeah, like Charlie and Silvio, they run a romance scam, right? Like, like you know, like she was like in love with like Charlie or whatever. Like she knew him as like Paul. What? And like, yeah, like it's all like, yeah. She was like, I, he made me like go to like fucking like Britain to like stay there. Like, so I was going to meet him there. Like she traced him back to the villa. Oh my lord! So she's telling Julie fucking everything yeah, about yeah. fucking Charlie's shit, right? And so Julie is fucking heartbroken, right? Of course. She's like, "Are you fucking serious? Yeah, I opened my heart again. I prayed on the breast. I cupped her breast, and I prayed. And you're telling me that I can't fucking <laughs> I can't find true love." Uh, <laughs> damn. Right? Yeah, I feel bad. I feel bad. You feel yeah. bad for Julie. Yeah. So, you know, she gathers her things and she tells Charlie to never contact her again. 
And over the next few days, like Charlie's trying to get like in contact with Julie, but she like she won't answer. Mm-hmm. Julie like instead like she's following her her rest of her planned trip, right? So she's going to the vineyard that was on her itinerary, like to visit. Right. And there is like I actually didn't I forgot the guy's name, <laughs> so I was like my notes say there was Giuseppe or whatever. <laughs> Which guy? The the fucking owner of the vineyard, Car- oh, Carlo. Uh, Carlo. Yeah, Carlo, I fucking yeah. called him Giuseppe. Giuseppe. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, he gives her the whole spiel about you know how many people are trying to like undersell his quality and like they're trying to like take advantage of him and like his family's rich history yeah. and etc. You know, and like Julie tells him like that his wine is divine, mm-hmm. and he never should sell himself short. He should always know his worth. You know, mm-hmm. and it's always you know worth the wait. Right now. So Charlie, <laughs> after paying Cassie with his, you know, portion of the loot from scamming her, <laughs> <laughs> he just fucking gives her her shit back and just tries to get her the fuck out of Dodge, you yeah, know? Get- <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he goes in search of, of Julie. Yeah. Uh, he remembers that her... <laughs> Okay, this is where I got a little silly towards the end. He remembers that her plane leaves that day and rushes to the airport. It's pre 9 11. Big themes, big themes so about 9 11 on this uh, podcast. Uh, so, she, so he could like get through security super fast. He can run through. He can give the he can give the fucking <laughs> finger to the TSA and it'd be no fucking problem. <laughs> right. Okay. 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 You know. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. So, uh, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, it's pre 9-11 and he's, uh, he's able to make it all the way to the fucking gate. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, so he stops Julie as she's about to board and spills his guts out to her. He tells her he loves her, that he's ready to be a better man because of her. Wow. And he's ready to like, he's like, look, he's like, let's just fucking forget this. You and me, baby. Let's so she, go. So she broke the con man. Yeah. She broke the con man. Wow. Right? Yeah. Because of her, her weirdness and her uniqueness. Right? I, yeah. This is... Okay. Now we're rounding about to the ending here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. She tells him she knows her worth and he's a fucking scumbag. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's reported him to the Italian authorities. Oh, no, come on. <laughs> and they're currently raiding the villa. <laughs> <laughs> she leaves him standing in shock as the cloud the crowd around her claps. <laughs> <laughs> she gives him the finger as she boards the plane. <laughs> and in the distance, we can see the Italian SWAT team running towards Charlie. <laughs> Credits. Oh Love in the God. villa, babe. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> you concluded it well. I just, yeah, I got I got a little bored towards the end, and I was like, ah. It needs to spice up yeah. in any story, and I think you definitely hit that spice level. Well, thank you, my man. That's very nice. Yeah. Thank you very much. I, had a, I could, you know, like I would so much rather experience this story. Yeah. I'm not just saying that. <laughs> Like in a visual aspect, I want it to be in a film. I, I like seeing something like that would just bring me so much. I joy. appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. That's always been the goal. Mm. 
I do appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that'd be fun. Yeah, I just had to slide in there that it was it's pre nine eleven. Well, you have <laughs> to because you can't just run through an airport anymore. <laughs> it takes you like six hours to get out of somewhere. I now. feel like if you're running in the direction of an airport, you get shot now. Any, any, <laughs> any to, yeah, any type of like speed walking. <laughs> Urgency towards <laughs> the airport <laughs> results in a shot. Tased. <laughs> okay. So. Joel, Joel, Joel. What you got? All right. Hand her to me. All right, let's do this. So, Julie has been planning this trip to Verona for years. She has this idea that she wants to propose to her longtime boyfriend of four years, Brandon, in Verona. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's obsessed with Romeo and Juliet, so going to Verona is like her mecca. Like, this is... It's very important <laughs> it's like to her. her mecca. <laughs> it's very important to her. She's yeah. going to propose to her, her boyfriend who she loves. Mm-hmm. She's got this itinerary written up. She's got she's got pie graphs. She's got charts. She's yeah. got times. She's got demands. Like all this type of stuff. And yeah. she, you know, like go. She has this whole thing planned. So you know, they're having dinner before their night of leaving. Mm-hmm. And Julie's kind of just super excited. And she hands him like this, this uh, duotang. Is it duotang? <laughs> it's a fucking duotang. Yeah, duotang, yeah, it's yeah. pretty well a wow, duotang. I haven't said that word in such a long time. But like, she hands her uh, ham, hands Brandon a, a, a duotang with her itinerary. He chokes. He's like, "This is too much. This is too crazy. I'm not doing this shit." Yeah, he's fucking dipping. And he just he is more into like this like casual dating idea yeah, like he's yeah. just a, brandon's a very lazy fucking human in this okay <laughs> like he doesn't really care all that much he was pretty like you know um he was content with what he had yeah and you know obviously it's not going both ways julie who's devastated uh spends the night pondering her decision to go through even to even go through the trip that she planned she yeah. planned it for two how yeah. is she going to do it by herself? She's a very, she's very dependent on people. Mm-hmm. She needs, she's not independent. Okay. She's yeah. a dependent person. Yeah. So she needs somebody to go with her to Verona. She can't just do it on her own. Yeah. She's not solo traveling. No. No. Um. So she's sitting at her laptop and she's just, you know, kind of looking through photos and twitter and reddit of just like what's happening in verona like, yeah <laughs> twitter <laughs> like and people reddit. people in people in verona are obviously tweeting about their daily lives so <laughs> julie is looking through it and she sees that there's a, f- a wine festival happening in in that exact city yeah uh vin italy so she's sitting there julie is a big fan of the drink so she's sitting at their <laughs> She's sitting at the table. She's drinking her glass of wine and she's like, she puts her glass of wine down and she's like, oh shit, I'm drinking wine. What? I love wine. What? So I'm going to go (laughs) to the wine festival. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Holy (laughs) shit. So she, she's like, this is it. She slams her laptop. I'm going. (laughs) I love this already. I'm going. So she's at the boarding gate and she that's where she in uh encounters charlie mm-hmm. he's a british bloke 
<laughs> who is very serious and he's very cold. Yeah. And he's standing right next to Julie. <clears throat> this is I'm not crying. Uh, he's standing right next to Julie while waiting for his seat to be called. Yeah. She tries to start a conversation with him. He just looks at her like, nah. Yeah. Not today. Uh-uh. No, not today. I'm getting that fucking seat. Yeah. Okay. So they're sitting and they're waiting for their seats to be called. And Julie is reading Romeo and Juliet mm-hmm. for the 150th time Fuck. in her life. Fuck. <laughs> she thinks she thinks of the memories of Brandon and her together and mm-hmm. she starts to cry. Charlie <laughs> looks over at her. He stares at the book. He looks at her crying. And as she's wiping her tears away, uh, he said, um, Romeo and Juliet is for losers. <laughs> <laughs> and Shakespeare is a lousy read. <laughs> so Julie looks over. She looks she looks over at this tall gentleman who's <laughs> like built. Yeah. And she asks him to explain. And he says, love is for the weak. <laughs> and Romeo was a tossa. Tossa. <laughs> For trying to do anything to get Juliet's attention and love. And so they argue for a bit. So they're like on the wrong foot already. There's no way love is going to build here. So the stewardess is now calling the seats. Charlie gets up quickly and he shoves Julie aside. Fucking right. Cause Good, because <laughs> he's in. <laughs> he wants to get the better seat. This big the, ass man. He push. He shoves her aside because he wants to see by the window. <laughs> That's what he wants. <laughs> and they end up sitting together for the entire flight. Yeah. When they reach Verona, Charlie is immediately. He grabs his bags immediately, and he's picked up by a beautiful vintage car. Mm-hmm. While Julie has to lost her luggage. <laughs> And she has to wait for a taxi, which is not picking her up. So she gets a ride from Uberto. That it stays the same. It stays the same. He's, Fucking Uberto. He's you like, take him or leave him, man. So she's in the car with Uberto, and she's telling him about the terrible flight she had, mm-hmm. and about this terrible man named Charlie that she met, who spoke shit about Romeo and Juliet. Ooh. <laughs> I forgot about this. Uberto doesn't speak any English. So he just speeds through the city singing and laughing. He doesn't give a fuck what when she's the saying. When the moon hits you, I like a <laughs> no, he, doesn't, he can't even say that. He, she's telling him this. She's like venting and he doesn't understand a fucking word. So he's just, fly, he's just flying through the he's city great. so he can get his... Uh, Euro and get her out so he can pick up the next person. Like he's just like let's he's go. just screaming fucking Bocelli. Like yeah. fucking, <laughs> you know, that's all he does. So Julie walks. She he pull they pull up to the villa. Julie walks in and she stares at her door. The door is graffitied. It's ugly. Whatever. She's kind of like, oh my god, Europe. Like, <laughs> oh fuck, Europe. <laughs> but she finds the key. And she uses it to enter. She walks in. She finds Charlie, mm-hmm. that man on the plane, that mm-hmm. terrible, terrible man. He's unpacking and he's strutting around in his undies. Fuck. She screams and she <laughs> demands that he gets the fuck out. Charlie takes his phone out and they both look at each other's rezos. Mm-hmm. They both match up. 
It was just a, like a double booking mistake. Mm-hmm. And they have that conversation like they do in the film, like where it's like, well, why don't you leave? Well, no, I'm not going to leave. You should leave. <laughs> well, I'm not going to leave. And I can't find a hotel because it's this wine festival. Yeah. So Julie is like, I'm going to spend the night because Charlie got there first. He already unpacked on the bed. Julie's taking the couch. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter. So the next morning, Silvio enters with those stupid groceries and whatever. And he's singing a <laughs> bunch of crazy shit. And Julie wakes up immediately, runs to him and complains that the mix up uh, and she wants a refund or Charlie out. Mm-hmm. It's one of the other. Silvio explains that Charlie's a, the best customer he's ever had. He comes every year. Yeah. There's no way he's shorting Charlie mm-hmm. on this place. But Julie doesn't care, and she continues to argue. <laughs> Eventually, Silvio offers a discount for her, and that maybe it's destiny that these two meet. Julie, who is kind of a sucker for love and destiny and yeah. all that type of stuff, she kind of backs off a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's such a sucker. Like, she's, <laughs> you know, and... But she's so mad that she's backing off because of that reason that she runs in over to the island and she grabs... Um, a bottle of wine. Yeah. Pops it open and starts to <laughs> chug it. Charlie sees this and he loses his shit and he runs over to her. He grabs a bottle from her and he explains that she can't touch any of his shit. This is my <laughs> stuff. You can't touch that. Yeah. You can't touch that. <laughs> and but Julie doesn't care. And she grabs the bottle back from him and she starts chugging. Charlie obviously doesn't really feel like arguing anymore with her. She's she's trouble. He grabs the rest of his stuff, the bottles of wine or whatever. He goes, he storms into the room, slams the door, locks it. It's done. It sounds like Julie's a bit of a fucking alcoholic. She's got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> She's got a problem. Teaching, uh, still teaching kids though? Uh, I never really specified that. And I, <laughs> I don't know. She can still teach the kids. As long as she's not drinking at work. She's a little unhinged. I don't really, in my story, I don't really know if I want her to be teaching kids, but we'll see. <laughs> so... Uh, the next day, Julie is on the phone with the airport. Yeah. And they said that they have her bags, but it's going to take two days for it to get to where she's staying. Or she can pick it up today if she gets <laughs> a ride to the airport. So she gets she she agrees that she's going to go to the airport and grab her shit. So mm-hmm. she gets in. She gets in a taxi. Boom. She goes. She goes to the airport. But she leaves her carry-on bag that she had with her, mm-hmm. which has her diary in it. Oh, shit. And Charlie, who's like sitting on his computer doing Somalia stuff, he looks behind and he's just like, what's that? Mm-hmm. Takes a look, sees all this stuff, and um, then he just hides the diary. Mm-hmm. Okay? So when she comes back, that whole feud, feud montage kicks mm-hmm. off. I don't know how exactly it's going to kick off, but like <laughs> I think like probably the, the fake horse eating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that type of stuff. Anyways, mm. it's going to be a montage. <laughs> it's okay? going to be a montage. Okay. Yeah. So after the montage, Charlie invites Julie to an event. You know, like it's obviously the montage is like the basic shit that you've seen. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. They're going to fight. They're going to make up. And then mm-hmm. at the end, they call a truce. And it's yeah. like, okay, we're done. Whatever. <laughs> so Charlie, as a truce ideas, invites Julie to this wine festival, this mm-hmm. wine event at at the vineyard. Mm-hmm. And she accepts. But he tells her that she needs to 
buy new clothes. <laughs> She's been wearing the Italy is for Lover pink hoodie <laughs> for the entire time. She's Disgusting. she showered, but she keeps wearing the same clothes. And he mentions is that he's like, you need to put on new clothes. <laughs> she didn't get her luggage, by the way. It was a mistake. <laughs> you stink and you need to put on so, new clothes. Yeah. So. So Julia's grown attached to the Italy is for Lovers uh, bright pink hoodie and is having a hard time letting it go. So Charlie is just like, change. Fuck. Because you're not coming with me unless. <laughs> so she finds clothes. Uh, she finds a dress. They go to the event and Charlie meets a few people he has he's in dealings with with this company. Mm-hmm. Julie, who is constantly breaking boundaries <laughs> and being so nosy and annoying, she follows them and she overhears the conversation. Mm-hmm. Charlie is strong arming Carlo into oh, uh, yeah. buying out his entire entire stock for a, a low price. Mm-hmm. And from what Julie hears, he, Carlo has no options. Mm-hmm. Charlie's company is taking advantage of it. They're giving him a very basic deal. Yeah. And, uh, He's got nowhere to go. So Carlo's like, okay, let me think about it. But mm-hmm. it's probably going to be yes. So Carlo walks away. And Charlie stands to the side with a shit-eating grin on his face, lights <laughs> up a cigar in celebration. A cigar? In, in celebration to his victory. <laughs> and he stands at the balcony. He's watching over the party. Julie turns around and follows Carlo and starts a conversation with him. Mm-hmm. She's very beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so Carlo instantly is opens up to her. Yeah. He, he takes her around on the tour, shows her the wine cellar, tastes the Amarone, all this stuff. And uh, he tells her that he's desperate for resolution and Charlie's deal might be the only option that he has. Yeah. Julie recites a Romeo and Juliet quote <laughs> to him. Yeah. Because she's insane. Yeah. And somehow Carlo finds meaning in what she says. She's a babbling alcoholic. Yes. And, yeah. But somehow he found some, <laughs> like, he's, he found substance in what she said. Yeah. So he, something pops off in his head. And he goes to Charlie and he tells him, he's like, deal's off. I'd mm-hmm. rather risk everything and keep my legacy than make a deal with you. Yeah. And then so Charlie, who's, like, kind of shocked that this decision was made so quickly asks like what made you what what enticed you to this decision (laughs) and he turns and he points directly at julia (laughs) later charlie tells julie to leave the villa for good he's he's going to get fired and lose everything he has because he's lost this deal Mm -hmm. julie has ruined it for him she's fucked up his life she's out yeah julie tells him that everyone should follow their heart (laughs) Because that's where all the good stuff happens. That's where all the good stuff happens. As she's saying that in the doorway, he slams the door in her face. Ooh. She's out. Ooh, fuck. So Julie obviously is not done with it. She opens the window in the hallway and mm-hmm. she jumps to the balcony <laughs> to get back in. <laughs> <laughs> and they get into a, a huge argument. Which turns into inevitable lovemaking. <laughs> uh, where am I? Beauty. Beauty. Yes, I know. 
I know. I'm trying. I'm trying. So the next morning, there's a knock at the door. Julie answers in her endless possibilities uh, <laughs> underwear that she was wearing with her matching bra. Right on the crotch? Yeah, right on the endless actually on the possibilities? ass. On the ass, and then the, the bra has like oh, one. Oh, okay. I thought it was like end- endless possibilities with like giant pubic hairs like crawling out the side. <laughs> it could be. It could be. We could change it. It'd be no problem, too. Uh, so she's she answers the door with her matching um, unmentionables. And uh, at the door is a blonde woman. Looking for Charlie. Charlie peeks around the corner and he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> that woman storms in and announces herself as Cassie, Charles's fiance. Yeah. Julie is embarrassed and ashamed <laughs> because of what she's done. She didn't know, but she's she like, oh, know. shit. Like, you know, like Brandon could have been cheating on me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like this whole thing. Fuck. She grabs her stuff. And she just runs. She runs out. She stops outside in in that little walkway mm-hmm. down in the villa at the bottom of the villa. And she's thinking like, oh, Charlie will chase after me. But he doesn't. <laughs> he does. Julie, on her walk around town looking for a hotel, she gets a call from Brandon. He just landed in Verona and he's looking for her. She tells him to meet at this hotel that she's like just walking by right now. Mm-hmm. Um. So Brandon meets her there eventually. He tells her that he made a mistake and he proposes to her. (laughs) She's conflicted by her decisions, but she says yes. Uh, They celebrate and Brandon takes her to the best TripAdvisor rated restaurant in the city of Verona. (laughs) Eastside Mario's. They are booked. (laughs) They are fully booked. But as they're walking out, Julie looks over and she sees Cassie. And Charlie at a table and tries to hide. <laughs> but Cassie ha- uh, catches it and calls Julie over. Mm-hmm. So Brandon, who's like curious to, um, oh, shit, Julie, people know you here. Like, let's go see them. And, <laughs> okay, Cassie, yeah. and Julie's like, no, 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 no. Let, <laughs> let's have them dinner. No, no, no. <laughs> let's go see what this is about. <laughs> so he grabs Julie's arm and they walk over to the table. At first, Cassie is calm, like kind of like she forgiven she almost like forgave and forgot yeah yeah you know, like it's done at first cassie is calm and as the conversation goes she progressively starts to lose her mind and she throws <laughs> a glass of wine at julie <laughs> and julie is so embarrassed she runs out of the restaurant and brandon follow and oh sorry so brandon's still at the table being mm-hmm. like what the fuck is this all about yeah, and yeah. cassie tells her pretty much tells him pretty much everything Mm -hmm. while Charlie's just sitting there silent. (laughs) The next day, Julie is at the airport crying while waiting for her flight. Someone hands her a tissue. It's Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) He tells her he left. He left Cassie. No, sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) The next okay, so the next day she's at the <laughs> airport. She's crying. He, Charlie hands her a tissue because he and so and so he left Cassie ultimately because the the wine, <laughs> the the fighting, <laughs> the, the Romeo and Juliet <laughs> reciting was the most fun he's ever had in years. Oh my god! And she unlocked something in him, and. 
with Cassie, he was numb and cold and doesn't yeah. and didn't care about anything. But with with her, he finds that her chaos is like kind of a sanctuary for him. Puts a fire in his belly. Yeah, he like it's changing <laughs> his life. He really has like a hard on for it. He yeah. really loves it. Like it's just like it's like this whole new like addiction that he's got. And um, he wants to spend the rest of his life with Julie. It's like decided. Yeah. I, I need to have her in my life. Julie obviously forgets about Brandon instantly and is so happy and tells him to buy a ticket and come back with her <laughs> uh, to New York. Yeah. But he already did. <laughs> and so they get on the plane. Everyone is happy. Julie asks Charlie what's, <laughs> what he's going to do about his job and moving. Charlie tells her, oh, not to worry about it. He was fired. <laughs> and, <laughs> he, was he was fired for the falling out that happened between him and Carlo. <laughs> he asks if it's cool if he can crash on her flat <laughs> until he can get his feet back on the ground. Julie looks out the window and a single tear falls down her face. No. Charlie leans in for a kiss behind her. <laughs> then he whispers in her ear if he can have the window seat. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> that was the payoff I was looking for. That's perfect. <laughs> That's the payoff I was looking for. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, love. I'm sorry. Lost me job, didn't I? Didn't I lose me job? Right. Just got to stay at your flat to look at me trainers back on the pavement, love. <laughs> oh, so? Oh, I have the window seat. <laughs> I think that is amazing. That is amazing. That is that is the perfect reach around, buddy. Mm -hmm. That is a perfect reach around. That is that really well done. Everybody give it up for fucking Joel. Yes, Thank sir. You. Thank you. <laughs> Can I have the window seat? He had to ask. It's his favorite. It's his favorite seat. There's so much foreshadowing in the beginning. When he physically abuses her in yeah. order to get to the window yes. seat. Yes, it's foreshadowing. It's foreshadowing. That is a brilliant use of foreshadowing. Thank you. Excellent, excellent work. Thank you. All right. Well, you know what, guys? Like you've heard Joel's. You've heard mine. And now you've got to let us know because we're now live on YouTube. We're live on Instagram. Make your decisions known. You know, like, let us know. Let us know. What was your favorite script? At this point, we just we generally just write it better. There's no competition between us because every script we write between us is excellent. So you guys let us know which one was your favorite. And uh, yeah, leave comments if you'd like to, you know, if there's something you want to see, if there's something you want us to cover currently on netflix but uh for next season we'll be switching uh streaming platforms so uh, you guys let us know uh yeah so we're live on uh twitter oh, sorry, live on uh instagram right now at we wrote it twitter's Better. coming twitter is coming yeah twitter reddit is coming uh but right now we are live on instagram we're live on uh on uh, you're gonna be live on youtube and uh yeah so uh let us know guys uh we hope you enjoyed this episode uh we love making it for you and uh we this was this was a fun one i enjoyed this this yeah. was pretty fun. This was good. Yeah, it was challenging. I, like I said before, <laughs> like it's hard. How do you how do you make a rom com kind of pop when it's already at its peak? It's, 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 it's it does peak, its job. It's, it's doing its job. Yeah, it's, right. Yeah, but I think yeah. we both did it quite well. 
I think I'm I'm very happy with it. And with that note, can I have the window seat? Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> we'll see you next time. All right, bye. Bye.